Welcome to Tracy Talks Talent, where staffing industry leader Tracy Taylor Smith offers insider perspectives on all things human resources, recruitment, and employment trends. And now, Tracy Talks Talent. This is Tracy Talks Talent, and I'm Alicia. I'm sitting here with Tracy, and a hot topic for today is millennials. Millennials in the workplace, and Tracy, you have been in business you've uh, for decades now, and you've uh, been in corporate America and as an entrepreneur, and you've seen a lot of shifts in the culture and the rise. Uh, now, millennials are, well, I believe, 75% of the workforce now. That is correct. And it's uh, you've seen the shift in the generational shift. Could you speak to how um, you have had to change your approach or your perspective, or if you have, uh, to better work with the shifting generations? Absolutely. Um, I would say some of the change came organically um, as a business owner when uh, we began to have um, more than than 50% of our workforce uh, be millennials. Um, and some of it was forced change uh, for me. I would say uh, for me, the forced change a change came with flexible work schedules, uh, accommodating that, accommodating, I would say, more relaxed dress codes, uh, accommodating uh, the group almost decision-making process. Um, a lot of times we will find that millennials, they want to be engaged at ev in every uh, level uh, within the operation. And so, um, I will call myself an, an old school business owner, um, having spent 20 years working for Harris County, uh, things were done a little differently um, when I was sort of um, in an operational position at the county and had the opportunity to hire people. Um, the workplace was very structured. Uh, there was no flexibility with schedules. Uh, the dress codes were very strict. Uh, the policies were very strict. And so as a business owner, I brought that same way of thinking um, into my business because it worked during my 20 year career with the county. So I wanted to bring that success uh, method over uh, to my business. And so I, I quickly found that I had to be able to bend a little bit uh, with the rules. Um, I had to kind of grasp the concept of Everybody doesn't have to work an eight to five. Maybe having that person work seven to four or six to three, um, it's, it works for them and we are still able to accomplish the goal at the end of the day that the business wanted to, to reach. So we've reached our goal and both parties are happy because they are allowed to work that flexible schedule. What is it about you though that even made you open to that change because I've got to say um, I've had some conversations with some people I'm, I'm barely technically a millennial I was technically born the year the the millennial generation ends but I definitely identify with it from a personal perspective and I've noticed a lot of people from the generation before me will not change they they have they are like it's not broke let's not fix it oh absolutely and <laughs> what, what makes you different what made you decide to be open to change and because flourish. I I found myself dealing with issues 75% of the time and 
handling real business 25% of the time. So I was spending too much time dealing with the issues that were associated with things that we could just compromise on. Um, what kind of issues? You mentioned flexible work schedules. What else? Oh, um, oh gosh. Just wanting to be more comfortable in the workplace, meaning I want to be able to dress down. I want to be able to be a little bit more relaxed in my attire and um but I can still get the work done. But because I am a part of the old regime, I want everyone to be structured and uh, dressed professionally. I, I mean, wear a business suit. I come from that environment. And so it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they can't accomplish the goal at the end of the day uh, if they come to work dressed relaxed. Um, if that works for us and we are able to generate revenue in the business, then let them come to work relaxed. It's simple things that we can compromise uh, with in order to make sure that all parties So essentially you're picking happy. your battles. I'm picking my battles, absolutely. Has that negatively affected you some? Because I understand that uh, professional attire, uh, at least it used to play a huge role in uh, the face that you put towards your clients. Do you find uh, that compromise that the client side has also been changing and adjusting with the culture or has there been any down, uh, downside to? So the compromise I would say for us would be if we're not having a meeting with the client, if we are not engaging with applicants, then we're allowed to be a little bit more dressed down. But on, on, the, on those days where we are meeting with the client, we know that we have to maintain that business attire. And so that was the compromise. And you have that mutual respect. You have that buy-in from your millennial employees. Uh, absolutely. We That's have awesome. that buy-in. Absolutely. That's awesome. It, another thing I find interesting, and um, you spoke to it uh, with wanting the group decision-making. I, I heard it uh, alluded to. I was reading something or watching something, and they talked about how the millennial generation grew up with parents saying, Hey, John, hey, Timmy, what would you like for dinner? And whereas the generation before mine would say you eat you get what you get and you don't throw a fit you eat what I give you and so we came about it honestly uh, with expecting and almost feeling entitled to having some uh, conversation some buy-in on the decision-making process tell me a little bit more about uh, <laughs> that's a big thing to kind of let go of tell me a little bit more about how you incorporated a more inclusive decision-making so, process I, I'm not gonna say that every decision that is made in the office has to be one that is discussed with the group. Um, so I don't want anyone to confuse uh, the group thinking process with every time a decision is made, everybody in the office is going to be a part of that process. I would say some information uh, shouldn't be shared with the entire group. But when we're talking about basic inter-office things that will affect us, or even when we're talking about a project, one of the client's projects, uh, projects, it's okay, completely okay, to involve the the group. Let's talk it out. Let's decide as a group what would be the best way to approach this. It's going to have an impact on everyone in the office. It's going to have an impact on the client. What do you think? I always say that I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. So you want to surround yourself with people that are smart, um, that are 
um, able to move uh, the company forward and to present the best solutions uh, for the clients. And so I believe that millennials forced me to take a step back and say, okay, you're smart. You're an A player on the team. Tell me what you're thinking. I want to be able to leverage uh, your opinions and your thoughts um, so that we all come to uh, the right place at the end, the right place for us, the right place for the client. And so involving everyone in that conversation has worked for us in, in a lot of cases. The particular timing of the growth and the rise of your staffing firm uh, from a startup to a multi-million dollar business happened during the time of the great shift of the millennials coming of age and uh, in the professional and working environment and with the drastic changes in technology. What role um, do you think your adaptability has played in your stickability and the fact that you are still not just still here but thriving as a business during this time of great transition? Oh gosh, um, I would say me being flexible enough to change um, was one of the reasons why we are still here. I believe that if I had not changed, uh, I was still that that old uh, school dinosaur uh, that was not willing to evolve, then we probably would have um, died off, I would say, um, because we have to be able to um, allow those individuals who are forward thinking, um, we have to allow them to be a part of our teams and to move us uh, in the direction of success. And so being flexible enough to have a younger generation come in and say, hey, we're doing it this way, but what do you think about this? Um, I believe it may be better. Um, as a leader, I had to be open uh, to listen to those conversations and to really uh, take their ideas and run with them. So for me, it was a must change. I believe that because I, I did change the way that I thought about it, uh, we were able to evolve uh, with millennials. Well, thank you, Tracy. Let me uh, think about it one more time. Trailblazing yet evolving, adapting to uh, the new generation and uh, all in all being a great business leader and boss in the whole uh, process. Thank you again for your time and your insight on millennials. Oh, thank you, Alicia. Thank you for listening to the Tracy Talks Talent Podcast. Please subscribe to future podcasts by logging onto our website at tracytalkstalent.com and following us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Tracy Talks Talent and on Twitter at underscore Tracy Talks. 